Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, you guys, what's up? It's episode 39 of Japan According to Akio. Uh, we are not going to do what I originally planned just because I explained it in the podcast, but you know, just schedule conflicts and you know, everyday life stuff, family stuff. I didn't really have the time no, to prep as much as I wanted to, or I did try to prep, but I couldn't find the content that I really wanted to. Uh, I felt confident enough to speaking on the subject, so we did something else. And what I did was I found a list of some、uh, interesting, crazy ass places in and around Tokyo. Now, it's 45 places, it's a pretty big list, but I didn't talk about everything. But I just went through the list, and anything that I could talk about or speak on, expand on, I did that. Shit that I didn't know about, we just skipped over.、Um, of course, as always, it was longer than I thought it would be, which is, of course, good for you guys. I'm happy I could give. Uh, more content than expected, you know, more is better than less, it's, 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 especially if it's not crap. <laughs> and I don't think this was absolute crap. So、um, just check it out. And at the end of the podcast, I did a quick search and I think I was able to find some, some stuff that'll let me kind of speak a bit more in everyday life in different times in Japan. So be on the lookout that for that next week. But this week, enjoy this weird ass conversation. Surprise! It's me again. I'm here on another, of course, relaxing evening after a long day, ready to give you another cast. Episode 39. I、uh, got my beverage of choice. I waited to just crack it open until now. So here we go. Bam! Can you guess what it is?、It's、damn sure ain't Coca Cola. It's beer. Got a Sapporo. Regular size can of it with me.、Um, mm. I was planning on recording yesterday, but I didn't get to it. So,、uh, you know, life stuff, everyday life stuff took precedent. Same thing with today. So,、um, I'm wrapping up the day with the podcast. And then, of course, I'm going to put it online for you guys to listen to and for me to listen to, too, because I like to listen to the podcast, check it out, you know. Listen to myself talk, nah. <laughs> nah, you know, I like to listen, see how I sound and stuff like that.、Um, today,、I'm, I got to apologize because、uh, last episode, I promised you guys、um, uh, the continuation of the Japan you know, e- economic discussion, the Akil, part two of the Akil Economic Forum.、Uh, and I've been doing research on it like all week. In my free time, just checking, checking, checking. I wasn't able to find something that kind of hit the spot that I wanted to hit. I kind of think I have an idea for the next podcast, how I want it to flow, but I just didn't have the time to like do the necessary research for it this week. So we got to push that back. Sorry about that. So、um, this week, we got to push that back to next week. So this week, we're going to do something different. Probably going to, again, yes, you, know, you might. Guess what I'm gonna say. Might be a short podcast again this time, not sure.、Uh, 
but I'm gonna try and keep my timing down because it's not too too late and excuse me I'd like to at least either get something done or get a little bit more me time and or get to bed kind of earlier today I was on the road all day doing family stuff um yeah there's a lot of stuff but um you know, I uh, visited a temple. I won't get into too many details about it because, you know, it's, it's my private life. But, um, yeah, I visited a temple to, today uh, with the family. It was really cool, really interesting. Um, something in, something else happened that made me be like, fuck, I'm happy I live in Japan. Um, like, so we ended up stopping and going to a restaurant where we ate some... Japanese food like I had some fried fish and um a little thing of some more fish <laughs> and of course some rice and some uh pickled vegetables with some fucking what's to have some chawamushi if you google chawamushi let me let me see I got my PC in front of me chawamushi yeah, in, again, in uh, katakana or in English letters, it's C-H-A-W-A-M-U-S-H-I. Once again, that's C-H-A-W-A-M-U-S-H-I. Sorry, I kind of went blank for a second. And so there was some chawamushi in my, as a little side, little splash of my set thing. And what chawamushi is, I'll kind of start there. What chawamushi is, it's it's like a steamed custard, if you will. Um, but it's not like a sweet custard. Like an egg custard with, um, sometimes you got chicken in there, sometimes you got shrimp in there. I think mine had some chicken and some other shit in there. Some seaweed, mushrooms all mixed in. It's like steamed in this little, like, small cup. It's good. Uh, it's really good. Uh, and, yeah, the one I had was pretty good. It didn't have too, too many ingredients in because it was just like a regular restaurant but i've always had good chawamushi which is dope and some other shit so but anyway so we all ate and um i said you know i'm gonna pick up lunch so i went to go get the bill and everyone kind of left but i forgot my parking ticket you know they're in the car next thing you know xyz i get ready to go pay and i'm like oh shit i can't find my wallet where's my wallet and i'm like fuck my wallet is gone so you know for a second i'm like okay fuck let me go check our seats maybe if, oh yeah because by the way I, I, okay never mind I'm, I'm getting totally sidetracked okay you know it's like some details of the story i'm kind of purposely leaving out because you know it's more private information if you if you can kind of get what i'm saying that's why i'm stumbling all over the story but anyway um so yeah i I freak out and I'm like, fuck, um, where is it? So I don't freak out actually. I'll just go check our seats. And then uh, I'm looking around, looking around, looking around. And my mother-in-law comes in and right when she comes in, you know, uh, the dudes at the door are like, oh, here's your wallet. Like it fell, it fell on the ground. Like when I poke, I guess when I poke my head outside of the restaurant to ask for the part to tell them where the, i put the parking ticket my wallet maybe hit the door or something and fell out of my pocket i guess i don't know or maybe it was just like i don't know it was probably yeah that's probably what happened but you know in 
they my wallet just sat there on the fucking ground and these dudes saw my wallet fly out my pocket and nobody of course nobody takes it nobody took it because uh, average japanese person is not going to just do that and or average japanese person i've encountered is not going to just do that so um they gave it back to me you know and it was like oh you're like oh thank you so much and, you know, I paid for lunch, and when I leave, left the door, the one of them was, like, an older guy, and he was like, okay, okay. He's, like, smiling at me. I'm like, oh, you know. Um, you know, I, of course, I thanked him and um, uh, told him he, he helped me out a lot in Japanese. Um, and, yeah, went on my way. But, you know, that's one of the small things where it's like, yeah, it's fucking Japan. Like, I love it. I mean, of course, Japan's not perfect, but it's one of those situations where you're like, oh, my gosh, if I was in America, I would have been fucked. You know, that's my driver's license. That's my credit cards. That's like my all my my train pass, like a whole bunch of shit uh, that would have been gone. But here, like, you know, the average person's not going to pull a dick move and just like steal your wallet off the humble like that. So and which, which reminds me of another story. Um like yeah, and the same thing before that. And the same similar thing happened to another friend of mine who uh, came to Japan. Like the first day here, there her his wife lost her new uh, iPhone ten, and then of course like you know so they were like oh worried about it, and I'm like I'll be fine. And then like two days later, boom, bing, bang, boom. Guess what? They found at the train at the train station. Um, fully charged, you know, uh, battery. They they charged the battery for her and gave it back to her, and she had her phone back, like no problem. You know, the same thing happened to me. A similar thing happened to me. I want to say like fuck up, damn near ten years ago. When I used to play video games, I'm a retired gamer, but I used to I had a PSP, and I think one of my trips back to America, I left my PSP on my fucking seat. Like, like on my seat, like in on the fucking plane when I deboarded. And, you know, you would imagine like another passenger can swipe. And this is right when PSPs first came out. So they were still hot in the streets, you know. And, you know, another passenger could have swiped it. Like, that shit's going to be gone, like if it's the States. But I, I got back and I realized it, it wasn't there. So I called and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got it. And they just sent it to me. They mailed it to me. I think they mailed it to me COD, but um, they, they just they just sent it to me, and I got it right back. Like all my games were in there. Everything was no problem. So, mm. stolen shit or or lost shit is not really a big issue here. Oh, one thing I can give you one tip though. I I learned this the hard way. Um, if you do find something like a, a lost item on the road here in japan like let's say it's a bag or a briefcase or someone's maybe even someone's wallet or 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 something like that you know a train pass or something like that don't turn it into the police actually i I made a mistake uh, like that a few years ago uh, or again everything happened feels like it happened like almost 10 years ago but maybe eight nine years ago when uh i found some glasses on the road and then I was like, oh, fuck, some, somebody's glasses, they might get stepped on. So me, I'm thinking, I'm going to be a good Samaritan. I'm going to, there was a police box, a police, you know, box, box. 
like within eyeshot of me so i was like all right let me just take it there and give it to the guy and then be on my way but little did i know i had to fill out some fucking forms and ask me if i wanted a reward and all this shit and i was just ended up being there for like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes i believe filling out all this shit that i really didn't want to do but um i told you know i felt like yeah i did a good job but i'm I'm a good samaritan i told my japanese friend about it and he was like you fucked up because you know the it makes it a lot more difficult for the person to find the item actually if they're backtracked the correct thing to do in japan is let's say let's take the glasses you see some glasses on the sidewalk on the ground pick up the glasses and put them somewhere to the side on the curb or somewhere high up on like a ledge or something like that where a person can see them that's kind of how people deal with lost items no one's gonna take the lost item because it's not theirs but they're not gonna just leave it in the middle of the road they'll put it to the side of the road so it doesn't get damaged or scratched or something like that and the person can kind of backtrack and find it so sometimes you'll see random shit like random like train passes dangling from like a fence or like handkerchiefs just like randomly hanging somewhere or shit like that like that's kind of what happens because you know someone saw it and they just moved it off to the side so that in somewhere that's visible so they won't get trampled on stepped on or broken or whatever and the person can backtrack and find it if if they're actually looking for it which i think is which makes a lot of fucking sense is like the honor system kind of shit you know and that's how japan works so if you come to japan and you find some lost shit do that if you lose some shit, just backtrack and you might find it on the road uh, somewhere. And if you can't find it that way, then maybe go to like a local, you know, place or whatever. Because especially like if it's like a train station or something, because one of the staff members might pick it up and take it. Train station is like a different ball game. I really probably I would backtrack, but I would expect someone to take it to the station manager or station office or whatever. But on the street, probably someone might just put it to the side of the road. Mm, so you know, mm. mm-hmm. Again, I'm working on my drinking. Hopefully, it sounds a bit better. Danielle, I'm trying. <laughs> okay, all right. So anyway, um, the podcast got off to a bit of a rocky start with that horrible story I tried to tell. But anyway, let's move forward and trying to power through this thing. So here's what I did. Um, in, in today we're gonna um, we're not again we're gonna put the economic discussion on hold for a bit more and i'm just i i was thinking maybe i should talk about temples and shrines but i did a little bit look looking on that and i couldn't really imagine the conversation being that entertaining because anyone can fucking like look up a list of temple and shrines and like you know go to whatever is fucking interesting like so and my experiences in like temples and shrines i don't think isn't appropriate for me to talk about in detail because that would be like a lot of family stuff or personal stuff you know they were talking like weddings and funerals or like other ceremonies and shit like that which you know uh no offense yeah we cool but i'm not gonna like you know get all in detail about like you know shit like that put that out there so i didn't really think that would work either so i was searching around and here's what i found i found a list of 
45 unusual attractions in Tokyo. So you can find it. Well, what, what did I, how did I Google this shit? How did I find this shit? Let me see. I just Googled 45 Tokyo unusual things, and it was the first thing that came up. Um, I was just fucking around with some different searches. So if you Google, again, 45 Tokyo unusual things, it's the first search item. The full title of it is from some website called Atlas Obscure. Obscuria. atlasobscuria.com I've never heard of it but I guess it's a big reference guide to obscure ass shit all over the world from the, from the website name that's kind of what I imagine it is and the title of the article is the Atlas Obscuria Guide I need like an echo voice the Atlas Obscuria Guide 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 to Hidden Tokyo Discover 45 cool and unusual things to do in Tokyo, Japan. That's the name of it. So you can check it out for yourself. And what I'm going to do, all I'm going to do with this episode, because we're already 15 minutes in, I'm just going to do a quick speed run through this. Uh, Any information, any places I've been to, any places I've heard of, you know, I'm just going to stop, talk about it, expand on it, and and just kind of speed through it that way. I have... Uh, I did take a look at this before the start of the podcast, so I, you know, I'm not just going in totally like by the seat of my pants. I kind of know what I want to talk about a bit. So this actually might—I was thinking I want, might do a 30-minute podcast, but this might go over 30. So again, I might be full of shit, and this just might be a regular length podcast as usual. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hmm. Also, don't mind me. I'm a bit, you know, just worn out from today. Again, I was in the car driving, I don't know, maybe like three, four hours today. So um, I normally don't dr- drive that long here in Japan. It kind of, uh, it, it roads are a bit smaller, especially tighter lanes are tighter, shit like that. So it takes a bit more, um, you know, effort. And, you know, Sunday's my only day off of the week, so... So this is like the end of the day, so I'm kind of like, and I'm just starting to drink a beer, so you know I'm tired already. I took a I took a bath and you know shit like that. So so if I get weird <laughs> as we go through this, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, all right. I kind of feel Danielle judging me every <laughs> every time. <laughs> Send me a message if if you know I'll make you feel bad about that. Sorry, Danielle, I'm just fucking with you. But okay, here we go. So. Unusual attractions in Tokyo. Um, it's a they're counting down the list. I don't know, but um, okay, I'll just go in order. Number one, the Ghibli Museum. I've never been to the Ghibli Museum in Tokyo. If you're not familiar with Ghibli, kill yourself. Um, if you because <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what the fuck Ghibli is and you're interested in Japan, kill yourself, man. Come on now, like ghibli well i'll just give it to you just in case g-h-i-b-l-i and if you don't know ghibli studios is a studio that pumps out like a lot of really good uh fantasy you know animated movies for like fuck a tonali no total i think came out in 1988 so it's been about 30 years uh since the that studio really started pumping out hits um, I might even do like a Ghibli. That might be a good idea to do like a Ghibli movie review extravaganza. Let me know if you want to want to hear that. You know, whatever my fucking bullshit ass opinions of those are. 
Um, personally, my personal favorite Ghibli movie is Spirited Away, which is the Japanese title is Sento Chihiro. Really great movie. I, I liked it a lot because I like fucking onsens and sentos and shit. Um, the ending is it, it ends kind of suddenly for my for my taste. You know, if you haven't seen it, uh, I won't spoil anything for you. But it, the ending was not my favorite. But just the movie in general is something that that strikes a chord with me. Ghibli movies come on uh, fucking every fucking summer. So I think we have like recorded on my TV like seven or eight Ghibli movies because they're always in rotation. Like in summer holiday, you're gonna see Tonali no Totoro. You're gonna see fucking Sento Chihiro. You're gonna see uh, Naoshika. You're gonna see fucking Momo, Momo, eh, Momo Princess Momo no Kehime. I think Momonoke Hime, I forgot. I haven't seen that shit in about a year, so. Um, but, you know, there's certain movies, there's certain movies that they're always going to hit. Um, again, just do a Google search and you'll find it. Not not necessarily the sad ones. I think the first Ghibli movie that came out was pretty fucking depressing, which it came on, it actually came on TV a few weeks ago, but I was like, fuck that, I'm not trying to watch this shit. I'll fucking slip my wrist. But, because <laughs> it's like a World War Two really sad story, so I was just like, I'm, I'm not trying to watch that, so. I've never seen it, but I think I've seen like most of the movies um, that came out of the studio. But anyway, so check out—you can check out the Ghibli Museum. I've never been there because I'm not like a huge, 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 huge Ghibli fan. But you know, it's still all good. All right, next number two, Anata no Warehouse. It's—I uh, don't know what that shit is, so I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> Again, you can just look at this list if you want. If you see some shit you're interested in, I'm only gonna stop and talk about shit I know or shit that might be interesting to me. Um, number three, Fantasy Dining, Alice in a Labyrinth. Okay, again, it's, it's a themed. It looks like a themed restaurant. There's a lot of themed restaurants here. Um, if you do some digging, there's some weird shit. Some obscure shit, you know, depending on what your taste on, some cool shit. So, one place that I never want to step foot in is number four is the Kabuki Cho Robot Restaurant, which is <laughs> I show it to Japanese people like in my lesson sometimes. I'm like, check out the robot restaurant, and they're like, what the fuck is that? And this to me is the the definition of a tourist trap like here in tokyo like this place is it's not even a restaurant like i don't i i was talking to a student about it a few days ago and it kind of came across my mind i guess they made it into it's, it's more of like a performance area but i guess they made i'm guessing they might have made it into the serve food there to get around certain ordinances you know certain places have certain ordinances and stuff like that and requirements so it's basically a show and they just have they give you like a bullshit ass bento and it's a really expensive but it's like the craziest fucking show ever it's like if you just google kabuki um or tokyo robot restaurant i'm sure it'll, let me make sure though i'm sure it'll come up on youtube uh youtube tokyo robot restaurant like yeah yeah and some videos from it will come up it's just like girls in bikinis and like fake robot I'm, I'm just gonna play some of it like yeah playing big drums and like a lot of lights and strobe lights and shit like that um it, it, if you live here and aren't like a tourist it looks ridiculous because it's like has nothing to do with real life in tokyo at all and it's just like 
what the fuck is this? Like schoolgirls with like you know big ass like fucking machine guns and like weird robots on like you know shit. It's just crazy. Um, but like yeah, okay, that's enough of this bullshit. Like every, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But 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 if you um, check out, I think the waiting room or something, the lobby of it, you might see. Um, you might notice that it's been used it gets used in like uh, music videos I see it a few times I think maybe Taylor Swift used it in one of her videos and one of the Black Eyed Peas videos um, they I think they filmed in there too so American artists because it looks kind of Tokyo-esque I guess like which for me being here long enough is a little bit annoying but you know it's kind of like the um, westernized image of Tokyo so um, a lot of I think several people go there to, to artists go there to film their shit. Again, I've never been there. I'm praying I never go there. Like I might just want to blow my brains out if I go <laughs> if I go there, or I have to just be get really fucking drunk. But like that's probably the mm, the only way I can handle that shit. Just because you know it wouldn't be entertaining at all for me. It's just be like, what the fuck am I watching? You know. So. Mm. Again, and every Japanese person who I show it to, to be like, yeah, this is what tourists do. Like, you know, they're just like, what the fuck? Although one of my students, he, he was telling me he was like a businessman. And he was like, um, we cool. And he was like, you know, so he has to take his clients out sometimes. And sometimes clients tend to like abuse that privilege a bit. So he was like, yeah, one time one of his, like, he's a salesperson. So like one of his clients was like, hey, I want to go out to the, the robot restaurant. And he was like, what? You know, so he was like, all right, fine. So he, you know, because the dude just wanted to go. Like, so he just used him and his company's money, this guy and his company's money to, like, go see this crazy-ass show and have, like, a bunch of fun. And then my student's just sitting there just like, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, because it's just, like, <laughs> this weird-ass shit going on. It's loud and weird and the food's terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Check out Check it out if you want to. But, all right. So let's, let's keep it going. The Vampire Cafe, never been there, uh, never heard of it. Again, it's just probably an obscure restaurant with a vampire theme. Again, if you dig around, you'll find pretty much a themed restaurant for damn near everything here, in especially in Tokyo area. Again, that's just the nature of Tokyo. So people come up with obscure themes. The Kawaii Monster Cafe, I have heard of this it's in Harajuku, I believe. We're near Harajuku. Um, actually, yeah, a friend of mine, he's like a, the, my mentor. You probably heard me talk about him in the restaurant industry. He went to like the opening of this thing. And he was just like, yeah, the business model of this thing is fucked. You know, but they, because they invested so much money into this. I mean, they get tourists coming in, but it's just like crazy. I don't know. But whatever. The restaurant company is, hey, they, they wanted to do it. So they made this curry pamu pamu kind of land for tourists to come in you know and, and eat green multicolored rainbow noodles and shit like that uh, again another place i'm really not interested in going but if you're coming to tokyo on some touristy shit i think it might be uh fun for you it's really like a quote unquote harajuku type of vibe but again i live here so i'm just not interested in that shit at all <laughs> but you know if yeah it might be something to look into again the kawaii monster cafe so if you don't know about it if you don't know now you know the nakajin 
Capsule Tower. I've seen pictures of this place. Not really sure where it is or what the fuck it is. But, you know, again, check it out if you want. The giant Ghibli clock, I don't know where the fuck that is. Uh, is number eight, number nine. Sanrio Pudo Land, don't know. Pigment, number 10, don't know. Number 11, the giant Gundam robot. Yeah, this is in Odaiba. Um, it's a pretty famous landmark. Again, it's just, it is what it sounds like. It's a 20 meter, 65 foot huge robot that's like in Odaiba. Um, Odaiba is like this big open area in uh, part of Tokyo. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it before, but they have like a lot of amusement shit, a big shopping mall and things like that there. Um, the robot, it does look fucking cool. It looks like a real Gundam that will like just start shooting lasers at you. <laughs> um, every time I see it, I'm just like, fuck, that thing looks like it's gonna move any second. Uh, it's cool. It's, that's like something I think is cool. I wouldn't really go all the way to Odaiba just to see the Gundam robot but <laughs> but you know if you're really into Gundam and you really want to go there it's cool if do your thing but you know whenever I'm there and I'm past it I'm like yeah that's cool but Odaiba's a good place to go if you want to so hold on. Mm-hmm. next one 12 is Sengakuji uh, which is I heard it's in Shinagawa but if you're not familiar <coughs> with, if you're familiar with the story of the 47 Ronin, the terrible uh, Keanu Reeves movie from several years ago, which just don't watch that. Like, it's just terrible. Uh, there, there, there are, <coughs> let's see if I can find it. Um, there are some, because that story is really famous. If you're not familiar with it, the 47 Ronin story. Uh, in Japanese movies. I've seen some Japanese movies about it. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, it get that movie. I've heard from people that that movie gets redone several times. That has been redone because the story is so um, famous. I think the ni- I want to say the if you type in, I just googled the forty-seven Ronin Japanese movies. There's a nineteen forty-one version. 1994 version as well i think the 1994 version is oh it's on youtube as well oh shit let me me check out uh if if you scroll down from that search revenge of the 47 loyal samurai is oh no fuck that's a play jeez it's long as a motherfucker too um let me just scroll through and see what the fuck this is um yeah, okay, it's, uh, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, it's like three hours, like... Oh, fuck. Okay, it's in English, too. That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... I want to say let me, the 1994 one might be the really, really popular one. 94. Let me just see what pictures come up. But, yeah, I think it might be the 1994 one. Don't don't take my word for it. Um, but again, I've I've heard that it's been redone several times. Um, it comes on TV as a miniseries. I've seen a Japanese movie based on it, but I can't really remember 
what it was but you know i've seen like tv specials and shit like that in the past and watching it done like by japanese people is a lot fucking lot cooler than some bullshit ass keanu reeves movie where he's bowing all weird and there's like magic and 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 people don't really speak people aren't even really japanese it's just weird watching like americanized versions of like those stories for me because you know i actually live here so it's just like y'all just fucking this shit all up but anyway mm. That's that. Number 13, Alcatraz, ER, don't know it. Uh, number 14, Zhao, don't know it. 15, don't know it. 16, Hachiko. Hachiko is, I believe, uh, they showed a picture of the, wait, let me go back. There. No, they showed a picture of the actual dog, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Uh, well, that's the actual dog. If you're not familiar with Hachiko, uh, it's, it's, again, loyalty, devotion is really, really important um, concept. We're 30 minutes, so this is going to be a regular length podcast. Uh, I lied again, so, yay. You know, <laughs> I just need to just stop saying that and just one day I'm just going to end the podcast suddenly like, fool y'all. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so Hachiko is... Uh, was basically this dog who waited for his owner or met his owner every day at work or some shit like way back in the day and one day i think the owner was a professor or some shit like that one day the owner died and um basically the dog waited you know he and so he didn't see he never met the dog again but the dog waited at shibuya station for him i think every day until he died basically until the dog died so um people would give the dog food and shit like that and help him help him stay alive but you know he was just like really waiting for his owner until he died a lot of japanese stories have tragic endings right um they made like a what's who's that actor's name um who's that guy he was in pretty woman japanese people love that motherfucker what's his name uh guy's name richard gear i think richard gear is it richard gear is that richard gear yeah it's richard gear richard gear, they did they remade um the movie into a hollywood movie starring richard gear again you you know i wasn't watching that shit but um i saw advertisements for it there is hachiko statue in shibuya um station which is pretty much one of the easiest meeting places uh if you're gonna meet someone in tokyo in shibuya just ask them ask to meet them in front of hachiko or um that's like the easiest way but it's really crowded and everyone does that another dope move which i'll put you on to which someone else put me on to is don't meet in front of hachiko Meet in front of the Starbucks. I don't know if you've heard me mention that you know, in the big intersection uh, in front of Shibuya Station, right where Hachiko is, there's this, hu- this huge, the quote, the busiest intersection in the world. Um, it's a huge tourist attraction. You know, you've probably seen it in documentaries and videos, the scramble intersection where everyone's going across. And there's a Starbucks where I think I've told you before, you can kind of overlook that intersection. So meeting in front of that is where a lot of people meet instead of in front of Hachiko because Hachiko is so fucking crowded. Um, you know, it's kind of difficult to find someone and it's kind of annoying just being around a sea of people and tourists and people taking pictures in front of the statue and all this shit. 
but meeting across the street is a lot easier you can find the person a lot better and it's a lot less crowded so if you want to meet someone and you're kind of familiar it's really easy to find it um either you can the easiest 100 percent bet is you know hachiko because you can just if you get lost you can just ask someone hachiko and they'll point you in the direction or if you want to be pull a even better more g move you know meet in front of the starbucks across the street that's what i do all right so let's keep it going let's keep it moving rapungi hills garden pond I've been to Rapungi Hills a bunch of times. I've never seen a fucking pond there. Ah, oh, maybe I have one time. There was this one time several years back when they did like a uh, Tokyo Art Night, and my wife and I actually stumbled upon it because we went to the movies. Or, yeah, we went to the movies or some shit like a few years ago, and we stopped at like a burrito place, and so we were eating. And then some people were talking and they were like, yeah, we're going to the art night shit. And we saw some random signs and they were like, you don't know about the art night? You're not here for that? And basically, like, I think once a year sometime, they just shut down Rapungi Hills. And all night they just have all this, like, performance art, random art, all this fucking crazy art all over the fucking place. And so uh, we, her and I, were still living kind of within that area uh, at the time. So... You know, we just hung out, and they had, like, whiskey bar out there and all this crazy shit. Oh, yeah, because you can drink in public in Japan, no problem. So, um, I was drinking whiskey and seeing all this crazy-ass art, and, you know, we were just having a good time until, like, um, I think 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and then uh, just took a taxi back to our apartment, so... That was cool, but I think I went some other areas of Rapungi Hills that I'd never been before, and I kind of remember a body of water and some grass or something, so it might have been a fucking pond, but I don't remember seeing fish, because I was drinking whiskey, but, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't drunk, but I don't remember fish standing out in my mind, but, you know, you can check it out. Rapungi Hills Grand Pond, hey, I don't know, go for it. Mm. Next up, 18, uh, Clone Factory, don't know it, Godzilla Head, I might have seen it some random time, but yeah, I don't really, yeah, yeah. 20, Megro Parasit Parasitological Museum, Parasitological, hmm, I've never said that word out loud in my life, um, not interested in that, seeing tapeworms, if you want to, do your thing. Uh, 21 Vows, which is a uh, theme-based bar. Don't know it. Not interested in it. Kai Kaneji Temple. Nope. Pass. Uh, Sakai Den. Some temple. Pass. Akihabara Electric Electric Town. I think you probably heard me. Which is like the mecca of electronics idols fucking made cafes all this shit i'm pretty sure i've talked about that shit you know in the past any geek culture akihara is going to be the place to go you know you see random people walking around in in you know of course cosplay and like ranger outfits i remember yeah a few times like last year not last year a few years ago because i used to work uh was it one stop it was the one stop away from akihara yeah you know kachimachi so I had a, a part-time job there. So sometimes I'd like stop through Akihabara to um, if I need to buy electronics or something like that. At the time, I was like, maybe I'm going to be an engineer, so let me build a computer. Because my friend said it would be a good idea. So I was trying that shit. And, you know. So I was stopping over there for parts and stuff. And 
the computer thing didn't really work out too all that well. I built it, but you know, yeah, that's another story. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So I remember one time, uh, the first time I went there to go check out some computer shit, and uh, I get off the train, and then like these five dudes and like. Power Ranger type outfits, you know, like all multicolored. Hopped off the train, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm in Akihabara." That's right. Like you know, so I mean, it's not my thing. I'm not knocking it, but it's just not really a place I like to hang out. For me, I told you, it gets. I might have mentioned it gets kind of weird for me after dark. Just all the maid cafe stuff. It, it seems a little bit shady for me when it starts to get dark. So I like to get the fuck out of there. Like you know, it's like fucking vampire season like you know <laughs> when the sun goes down it's time to fucking you know kick rocks basically so ninja saxa not into that shit 25 brassieri i don't know kyushu kyushoku toban tiny cat again some random ass cafe alice in wednesday on wednesday some more alice in wonderland shit nope 28 Kagaya Don't know what the fuck that is Fuck that Okay some random ass volcano Fuck that Christian Cafe Again another theme cafe This one is a Catholicism themed restaurant Where sacrilege is on the menu Okay um, Again some people might be offended by that But um, more people again about these themed restaurants some person might enjoy the motif that's kind of what happens here sometimes people really like get get caught up in like the appearance of things and don't really think so much about the meaning the the deeper meaning behind it so i'm pretty sure like the owner of this was like yeah i love like you know churches and you know jesus and crosses and you know, I'm, I'm, I would imagine like that's what it was, and, and they were like, "Hey, I'll make a cafe about it." I would place money. There's not like a devout Christian or any, or even a Christian person. They're probably not even Christian, to be honest with you. It's just like it looks cool, you know. And, and for if you are um, highly Christian <laughs> or the devout Christian, I would say highly Christian sounds kind of blasphemous too i don't know but if you are a devout christian that might seem like kind of fucked up to you but again it's just kind of the way things are like just like you might think samurai are cool but you know you're not really into like samurai the in-depth samurai philosophy you know or ninjutsu philosophy for example but the shit looks cool and throwing ninja stars look cool that's kind of how like Japanese people see some shit too. So um, try and take it easy on them. If you know, in these type of situations, I try to take it easy on them in these type of situations. You know, and I don't really put my um, pers- my my point of view, push my point of view on it. I mean, same thing with like hip hop, and you know, um, I, I I'm not gonna go into my nightclub experiences or whatever, but. Generally speaking, I might say it on this podcast as well. Each kind of group of people, this is my my take on it. Each group of people in Japan has their own kind of. I'm talking guys in general also has their own. Um, let me let me rephrase that. I'm talking from a guy's perspective. I don't. I, I would imagine the same thing happens to women as well. But each type of person, I feel like, has their own places that they go where they're basically the shit you know and 
for me, being like a black guy, who inner city black dude, you know, grew up on hip hop, um, throwing a mob deep beat, I'm gonna be, you know, bobbing that shit. Like when I go to like when I used to go to like to a hip hop club, for example, in Shibuya, I was the man, you know, and I would it, when I went with like some other of my friends who weren't black, you know, for example, or coworkers who weren't black, you know, sometimes they'd be like, what the fuck? Because, you know, I would have girls coming up to me and be like, hi, you're cool. Or I like, you know, hip hop or saying some shit to me. You know, that would happen. And I mean, you know, again, it's just the aesthetics of the appearance of it. So, um, of me in general uh, I mean I don't I I, I went through a, a time where I was a little bit like you know bitter about that and I kind of you know was like not really yelling at people but kind of like why am I cool why, why da, 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 and kind of challenging that but now I kind of just think like okay that's kind of that person's point of view I don't need to really feed into that you know especially because I have no expectations from that person I don't really want anything from them but at the same time, I don't have to just, like, crush their whole life view just because of it. As long as they don't come at me, like, the wrong way. I think, like, I talked about in the past. Like, yo, man, was it man? Like, all that shit. If they, like, as long as they don't come at me like that, like, I'm I'm cool. Uh, and I guess I'm a bit more understanding towards women who come up to me like, hey, you're cool. Or, hey, I like da da Versus, like, a dude. Because, you know. Come on, man. Like, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, I just, yeah, yeah, know, whatever. Anyway, anyway, let's keep it going because, fuck, we're at 45 minutes already. Damn it. <laughs> I really tricked myself into believing, like, this will be a short podcast. Okay, anyway. Um, 31. Uh, Zoo escaped animal drill. I guess you could, like, participate or, you know get attacked by some dude in a bear costume if you want to. I don't know. There's um there's also like earthquake drill facilities. I know there's one in Shinagawa in Tokyo. Um, I never I used to work in the building next to in, next to that place and people told me yeah you could like go and experience what like a, a real high level earthquake feels like and I was like, oh cool, I wanna do that and of course I never did it. So but if you're here and you wanna like go check it out, I'm sure you could do that somewhere. But I'm sure there's probably a few places you can do it. Sometimes I see people do it on TV, but, you know, I'm just been here long. I've experienced enough earthquakes here. I'm like, I don't really need to do that. But it might be fun if you're traveling. All right. 32 Lucky Dragon Atomic Tuna Memorial. Fucked if I know. Mm. Um... 33, Mount Mihara, active volcano, siren song to suicide jumpers, force authorities to build fences. Okay, build a fence. So I guess this is some mountain that's a volcano and people would just like commit suicide there. I don't know. Okay, number 34, uh, moving on. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Odaiba Statue of Liberty. This is another thing that's in Odaiba. Uh, there's a miniaturized, not miniature, but a smaller scale version of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, so, yeah. And 
that's pretty much what, it is what it sounds like it's just you look go to, I don't know why they put it there but uh, yeah every time I go to a dive and I see it I'm just like why the fuck is the Statue of Liberty here but you know again this is one of those things you can go to a dive and see if you want to 35, Aoyama Technical School, fucked if I know, a giant robot cockroach building devours Tokyo, it's kind of a fucked up picture, so I really can't tell what it is, and I'm not gonna Google search it, because I'm not really interested in that, 36, Detective Bar, Progress, another specialty bar, not interested in that, 37, Naka Sumo Baby Crying Contest, seems pretty self-explanatory, 38, Soineya, a co-sleeping shop in Tokyo where customers pay to take a snooze next to a pretty girl. Ah, oh gosh, this sounds like, uh, this is another deep topic. It sounds kind of similar to like some of the CD side of like Akihabara shit that I've seen or heard about where a lot of the like, uh, Kosai kind of paid dating kind of shit. Um goes on just from the picture it looks like 30 minutes is 3,000 yen no 15 minutes is 3,000 yen 30 minutes is six I think that looks like it's a small picture it looks like 4,000 yen and 60 minutes is 6,000 yen it looks like against a smaller picture um but yeah it's kind of weird to me um I'm not really interest, interested in doing that shit and mm, let's move on. Thirty-nine intermedia thick cure. Intermedia thick cure. Maybe check it out if you want to. I don't know. An unexpected curiosity cabinet department store. I don't fucking know. Some shit. All right, forty. Uh, the fireproof housing in Shirahige Higashi District. Fuck that. Alright, 41. Our police box. Pretty self-explanatory. This one's cool. 42. Um, the myth of tomorrow. So, in Shibuya Station, um, there are several, several, you heard me say, like several lines. Um, if you go, the easiest way to find it, if you're in Shibuya and you are riding either the JR line or the Tokyo line, and you want to go to Shimo Kitazawa, which is pretty much a, when again, once again, I'll say it again, Shimo Kitazawa, uh, S-H-I-M-O-K-I-T-A-Z-A-W-A, which is a really chill, it's a really famous kind of like Soho, quote unquote, of Tokyo type area um, with a lot of like small bars, small shops, cafes. In the past, I've been there a few times if I just wanted to like go somewhere, chill out, lamp out, you know, some chill vibes type shit, um, craft beers and all that type of bullshit, not bullshit, but shit, you know, secondhand clothing shops, shit like that. Um, but going from like the JR line to if you want to go to Shimo Kitazawa, you'll pass this huge fucking like mural ass painting, which is a myth of tomorrow. Um, after being lost for decades, the striking mirror depicting the atomic bomb covers the wall of a busy Tokyo metro station. I guess it was lost for you. I don't know the story behind it, but it is a huge mural. It is kind of like wild to see. Um, it's kind of mesmerizing. 
Um, it's really cool. It's by a famous artist. So um, walking between those different lines, you can kind of see it. And it's cool. So check it out if you ever go there. If you're ever in Shibuya Station, just go on the hunt for it. And I'm sure you'll be able to find it. I think it's the Odaku line, going towards the Odaku line. So going from JR or Tokyo to the Odaku line. And yeah, it's Odaku. Um, again, these are different train companies. So JR is one train company. Uh, Tokyo is another train company. Odaku is another train company. And they're all in like different areas. You've probably heard me talk about it. Um, in, and each, of course, each train company has different lines intersecting. So that's why Tokyo becomes kind of like a spider's web, if you will. Or if you go back, you know, what I say, like... Uh, a snake orgy from a helicopter <laughs> you know the map of it it kind of looks like that because if you think about it you have these hub stations with several different train companies and each train company has several different lines intersecting at that one stop so it, it can get kind of fucking crazy um and if you don't know where you're going it could take a while because sometimes the, the signs are not that uh easy to understand especially in the beginning i mean after here for a while like i kind of can figure it out like but if you don't know like it, it can be like fucking crazy so mm. but anyway the myth of tomorrow and shibuya station is pretty cool these other ones oh i see some of these are permanently closed um i think the last three are permanently closed um so i won't talk about them <laughs> mm, well okay i'll just tell you what they were um the f 43 was Pasona O2. Don't know what the fuck that is. The Asaksa Love Hotel. Demolished ruins of a poorly located uh, Japanese love hotel. Okay, I would not be interested in that. Well, if you're a photographer, that might have been cool. And uh, the 45 was Tokyo Tower Wax Museum's Progressive Rock Room. Okay. Again, sorry. Yawning. It's like midnight, so. No. Oh. Fucking hell, it's 50 minutes. Wow. Um, but that's the list. So, again, if you check out some of those places, check out the list. If you're planning on coming to, to Tokyo, um, there might be some funky places for you. Again, I only talked about the stuff that's interesting to me or that places that I've been or I know about. But, you know, depending on your personality and your interests, this seems like a, a pretty cool list that has, like, something for everyone there, depending on what you're into, except for, like, sports or shit. But, you know. Whatever. It's all good. Excuse me. So, again, um, my apologies for lying to you guys or, you know, <laughs> being a damned liar <laughs> about um, the content of this episode. I'll try to do more research and, and get that economic shit to you next week. I think I got... Let me, let me just see right now if I can... If, if my idea... Um, comes while I'm here. Let me just do it now. Let me see. Okay. Let's type it in Japanese. Uh, one second. Again, sorry about this. Just I want to just do it now. Let's make sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh damn! That's a, oh damn! Ooh, ooh, ooh okay, <laughs> okay. I yeah, 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 yeah. I think I will be able to do more anecdotal shit um, next time. So, so yeah. 
my idea that I had in my head, but I just didn't have enough time to prep. So next week I'll be able to hit it, hit you with um, more in-depth talk about everyday life in these different uh, times. So uh, different phases of Japan, not necessarily economically, but just timeline. So look out for that. And again, my bad about this week. So that's it, y'all. All right, I'm out. let me upload this shit and take my ass to bed. I'm not going to do any work tonight. Night, y'all. Have a good week. Much love. Peace.